And when I say prioritize, I don't mean you're going to put yourself above everyone else and stop taking care of everyone else. It's not, that's not an option, right? We're moms. Our job is to take care of our kids and take care of our families. It's time that you prioritize yourself and you make yourself as important as them. You don't put yourself last where you fall off the end of your to-do list and then you feel depleted, overwhelmed, exhausted. That's not helping anyone. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. We are going to be talking about changing the way you feel about yourself. What First, I want you to imagine what life would look like if you truly liked yourself. If you looked in the mirror and liked who you saw looking back at you each and every day. If that inner mean girl, if you could quiet her, right? And by inner mean girl, I mean the self-doubts, the self-criticism, that self-judgment, you know, that constant criticism that you are putting upon yourself. If you could quiet that and minimize her and put her in her place, what would your life, how would your life be different? What would it look like? Would you be willing to take chances, take more risks, live bigger? Because when we have low self-esteem, we tend to play small because we, our belief that we can do better and be better keeps us trapped, right? I'm, I'm sorry. That belief of thinking that you can do better, right, is, is not there or it's really small. And so you play small. And so it's important to change the way you feel about yourself. If you are experiencing low self-esteem and think on a scale of zero to 10, how would you rate your self-esteem? That level of likeness or the level that you like yourself. How would you rate yourself? How would you rate your self-esteem? And why did you choose, say if you choose a five, why did you choose a five and, you know, not a nine or a 10? What's standing in your way? You are, your beliefs, right? And I can show you how to get to that nine or 10. I'm not gonna show you just through a Facebook Live, but this is a good start. So if you're watching this, give yourself that credit. You have to give yourself credit for doing the things that are going to serve you and the things that are gonna help you become your best version. Um, Take increasing or improving, not increasing, improving your self-esteem It takes work and it takes intention. And the first step is of course awareness and knowing where you stand, where is your baseline? And then moving and working, doing what you need to do in order to improve it and to get at a higher level. I'm gonna take one sip of water because as you saw from the beginning, I didn't realize that it was gonna go live right away so I didn't get to drink my water. So there are lots of different consequences of low self-esteem, aside from just playing small, from not living up to your potential. 
And a lot of it has to do with your mental health. When you have low self-esteem, your chances of developing depression and anxiety and other mental health disorders increases. And so it is, it's going to serve you to actively work on improving your self-esteem because it's going to lower your chances of developing depression and anxiety and even physical illnesses like headaches and stomach aches and, you know, that muscle tension and fatigue or on the other hand, not being able to sleep. When you start working and improving your self-esteem level, these physical and mental symptoms will decrease naturally. It's a natural consequence. Also, you, you know, when you're having low self-esteem, you tend to be more angry and even more hostile in your relationships. And so your relationships suffer to the point of maybe even being abusive. And so you really want to make sure change starts with you. We know this. This is not new. This is not new news. You know that change starts with you. And so if you're not feeling your best and you're not feeling totally, um, like if you're not liking yourself, there's nobody else more responsible for your life than you. You need to make the changes. Um, social difficulties. I mentioned the relationships. Unable to be authentic. Because if you don't like yourself, no, you're not going to want to be yourself. And so you're not going to be able to lean into that authenticity. And that's going to increase like your loneliness. You're going to socially withdraw. And this may have already started happening. I mean, we don't need much more reasons to be socially withdrawn than we've just gone through two years of the pandemic where we were forced to withdraw socially, right? To socially isolate and all of that. A big thing, a big consequence of having low self-esteem is actually the impact that we have on our own children and our own family. When we ourselves are struggling with our self-esteem, we pass this on. It's a generational, um, we pass it on to the next generation. And we're, we're raising children that also have low self-esteem and don't like ourselves, don't like themselves. I see this with my own kids because for years I struggled with liking myself. It's one of the reasons why I held onto my superwoman cape so like strongly is because I didn't like that woman underneath. I didn't even know who I was. I struggled to lean into my authenticity or to, to my voice and to assert my needs and all of that, that stuff that I've learned over the past few years. And now I see my older children, especially those effects of the low self-esteem coming out on them. And I'm like, Hey, you guys, like, I've changed. I'm not the same person. And of course I can't go back, but I still can talk to them and I can still listen to them and I can still, you know, approach them with an open ear. So the effects of us having low self-esteem, us moms, has a ripple effect on our own children. And so it is so important to start doing the work now to change that, to make sure that we are liking ourselves. We are becoming the person that we want to be. 
We owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our children. So I want you to ask yourself, do you like yourself? How well do you like yourself? On a scale of, go back to that scale on the scale of zero to 10 with 10 being that you are truly and unconditionally in love with yourself to zero, which would be that self-loathing. Where do you fall along that spectrum? Do you believe that you are a worthwhile person? We talk about being enough. And I hear it time and again as I'm working with different clients and, and lots of moms feel that they don't measure up, that they are not worthy. They are not worthy of prioritizing or putting on their to-do list, which is one of the big things that we talk about inside the Moms Without Capes Facebook group and in all my programs and courses. It's all about stopping that compare game. Shifting those self-beliefs, believing that you are good enough, you are enough. Whatever it is that you feel that you are not good enough, smart enough, strong enough. Stop attaching your worth to your to-do list and to your productivity level. Once you start doing, once you stop doing that and you recognize that you are worthy in and of yourself, and that you don't have to do all the things. You're, you're stepping into your highest potential. You are working. You're moving towards your best self. But it starts with you. So ask yourself, do you consider yourself as valuable as everyone else? Do you like who you see in the mirror? Naked and with clothes on. Like when you look in the mirror and you see yourself, do you really see yourself? Do you like who you see? Do you like that reflection of the woman staring back at you? If the answer is no, it's time to do the work. Do you generally feel successful? Do you love and support yourself regardless of what happens, regardless of the outcome? Do you accept your, your strengths and what, and and your flaws and your weaknesses? Are you able to give yourself credit when you do, when you follow through, when you practice integrity, when you do what you say you're gonna do? Do you stop and give yourself credit? Do you respect yourself? And do you take care of yourself regularly? Do you practice self-care? Do you feel that you are worthy enough to put on your to-do list and actually make time for yourself? Are you able to prioritize yourself? Because that is a sign that you love yourself. When you are able to make the time, I hear lots of moms say, I don't have time for self-care. It goes deeper than that. It goes way deeper than that. When I first, you know, last year or a year and a half ago, I decided to create a course because I kept hearing, I don't have time for self-care. I don't have time for, for you know, to, to rest or to do things that I enjoy. I don't even know what it is I enjoy anymore. I kept hearing that. And so I was like, you know what, let's, let's, I can teach you how to create that time. I can help you structure your, your schedule. That's not a big deal. I've learned how to do it myself. I do it. I time block. I make time for myself. But then I realized it goes so much deeper than that. 
you have to make sure that you feel worthy of making time for. You make time for a lot of things that are not important. Maybe they're important to you. Maybe they are. And when I say prioritize, I don't mean you're going to put yourself above everyone else and stop taking care of everyone else. It's not, that's not an option, right? We're moms. Our job is to take care of our kids and take our, care of our families. It's time that you prioritize yourself and you make yourself as important as them. You don't put yourself last where you fall off the end of your to-do list and then you feel depleted, overwhelmed, exhausted. That's not helping anyone. When you start playing the martyr and you stop or you, you never start putting yourself up there on the things and people that you need to be taken care of, you need to start. You just need to start. Okay. And into and starting next week, I'm actually opening up a, um, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast episode, if you're listening to it on a podcast or when you're watching this Facebook live, but mid January, starting the 17th, I'll be opening up registration for the self care challenge. It's a five day challenge. There's going to be prizes, but, um, the challenge is going to be all about self care and getting yourself on your to-do list, making sure that you are prioritizing yourself. And I'm going to walk you through the five pillars of self-care so that you can make sure that you are filling your cup with activities that are going to recharge you, reset you, renew you, rejuvenate you, all of those re-things. And I want you in the challenge. You win, your family wins, and it's a, it's a win-win no matter how you look at it. So I want you in the challenge. Stay tuned for details. If you're in the Facebook group and you're watching this, make sure you set your notifications so that you can get all the posts about it. Um, and then if you are listening to the podcast, come join my Facebook group because that's where the challenge is going to be happening. Um, so how does self-esteem, low self-esteem, sorry, keep you playing small? It restricts you. It definitely restricts you. Um, because why would you want to work on someone who, who you don't really like? And so it's kind of like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Do you, do you start liking yourself and then you want to work on yourself? Or do you start, you know, working towards self, like working on self-development and then you start liking yourself? It's kind of like it's, it's a question that um, I, I don't know the answer to it. You kind of have to do it together. And one feeds the other. You start taking care of yourself. You start liking yourself more. You start liking yourself more. You'll start taking care of yourself. It's like the chicken and the egg. But how? I want you to take some a minute and just visualize like what will, how will life look different if you liked yourself? There are so many benefits to improving your self-esteem. And one is you become less of a people pleaser. You are able to, to know what it is that you want. Ask for it. You, you'll know what your priorities are and you'll learn how to say no. This happens only if you like yourself. Are you able to protect your own time, energy, and efforts? 
you're able to um, express your opinions and your feelings and your ideas. All of these because you like yourself, you like your opinions, you like your feelings. Right now, you might not even know like what you feel or what your voice, like you might not even know, have an opinion or not know how to express it in a healthy way. So as you work on improving your self-esteem and work on improving the way you, you feel about yourself, you will find your voice. Perfectionism. Got to talk about perfectionism because she is, um, she. The inner mean girl feeds off perfectionism, right? That all or nothing thinking. And she doesn't like to look at that gray area. But when you start improving your the way you feel about yourself, that perfectionism, perfectionistic tendencies decrease. And you start seeing that there's more than just all or nothing. You're able to forgive yourself. Give yourself grace. Instead of having big regrets or feeling like, again, that you're not enough, you're able to give yourself that grace that's going to help you step into your best version. Um, when things go unexpected, right now you may do a lot of self-blaming but that changes. That changes as you improve your self-esteem. Um, I have my notes here. As you saw in the beginning, I taped them. So I just want to make sure that I'm covering all of, you know, what is good, what changes, what improves in your life when you start liking who you are. You feel worthy. You feel like you're enough. You worry less. That anxiety, you experience anxiety much less. And you're happier with your relationships. Again, because of all of these other benefits, they all play a part and a role in your relationships. And so when you start changing, your relationships start changing because remember, it all starts with you. And then finally, when you are, when you have a high self-esteem, you just have a more satisfying and joy-filled life. Remember, our beliefs, what we believe about ourselves is the lens through which we see the world, through which we see life. And so when you start shifting those beliefs, what you feel about yourself, what you feel about others, and what you feel about the world, that lens starts changing. And so your relationships with your children, with your husband, with your spouse, with your friends, everything starts, starts shifting as well. When you start changing those beliefs and start shifting or start changing that lens through which you see everything. So your life is going to become much more satisfying. That happiness, it's almost impossible to feel genuinely happy when you don't like who you are. I say almost, but it, I'm sure it is. And I don't know, I don't know the scientific data that backs that up, but I'm sure I can look it up and find, I'm sure you could as well, find data that backs up 
a correlation between low self-esteem and a dissatisfaction of life. Just as you could find data that backs up feeling good about yourself, liking yourself, and feeling happiness and joy and contentment and satisfaction in your life. They go hand in hand, but it is up to you to improve the way you feel about yourself. So next week, I'll be opening up the registration for the self-care challenge. It's a five-day challenge where you will feel recharged and renewed by engaging in regular self-care. I will walk you through the five pillars. You'll get prizes um, and you'll learn what how to, what self-care means to you. Stay tuned for details for that. I'm also looking to jump on some calls with some moms who feel that their self-esteem and the way they feel about themselves are about anywhere, if you rated yourself, anywhere below a seven, if you rated your self-esteem below a seven and you're just not feeling that self-love, I want to talk with you. I'm working on developing a program. I'm not going to sell you anything, I promise. In fact, you will benefit from being on this discovery call with me. We will talk about what is blocking your way. But I really just want to blocking your way to, to truly and unconditionally loving yourself. But I also want to pick your brain. I want to pick your brain um, because I am develop. I want to develop this program, and I'm going to present it to you in the next few weeks. But I want to make sure that I am. I have it outlined, um, but I have some questions because I want to make sure that I am including everything, and that I I really understand the struggle that you are going through. So if you are willing to hop on a call with me, I'm going to give you a tool that's going to help you increase or like to help you start the process. Go ahead and check out the show notes under this episode for the link so that you can get scheduled and we can chat about your journey to self-love. And if you want to join my Facebook group, which I'd love to have you part of the community, go ahead and check out that link is in the show notes as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.